Sunday pour back on a Thursday night. Uh, DPW officially in the books. Winter has finally arrived. Felt like it on Monday at least. Only three games left in the schedule. Luckily, two of them are Sunday. Uh, I'm sure we will touch on that later on, but I have a few mixed uh, a few mixed bag of topics to lead us off with the show. Um, one is a layup. Uh, January 23rd is uh, the front runner in my house, at least for Happy New Year. Uh, wow. so today's the 26th, so yeah, it's been a few days since I've heard one, but we have the 23rd locked in, the leader in the clubhouse. I have not heard one. Probably since the first week of the year, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know where I'm going. That I'm not hearing it. I'm disappointed though. It's a lot of people who, like call my office and mm. haven't talked to them, and I don't know. It's like they, it's a nervous tick or something. Happy New Year. I do. I, I you know what? Next weekend, there's a chance I'll be seeing people that I haven't seen. I see them like maybe twice a year, three times a year. There's a chance at this like event, I'll get a couple Happy New Years. In Feb- it'd be February next week. I know, I know, I know. There's a, there's a chance. It's unheard of. It's po- it's possible. I'm not. People are you know they get excited. You haven't seen each other in uh, six months. You're trying to you trying to think of a, a special greeting. You want to really land the greeting, and they want to drop a happy New Year on you. That's all. Mm. So we'll see. Fingers crossed. February I'm, I'm rooting for you. Know where my yeah, you know where my allegiance is. I mean, <laughs> let's let's have it. Yeah, no. The further into the year, the better. <laughs> uh, also, I got to pat myself on the I got to pat myself on the back for this. All right, going all the way back to May, you snickered at me a little bit when I said Top Gun would get be getting Best Picture. Yeah, no consideration, <laughs> and it is in there. It, yeah, no. I mean, it was it was getting some buzz since uh, since then. I saw it and I thought like the people want this movie. You just knew like people love this movie. People love Cruise. They loved everything about what this movie meant. He held on to it like through the pandemic, so people could watch it in theaters. And people love watching a movie like that and that movie, especially in a theater. It was just it was a perfect movie going experience. It brought us all back to a, a simpler time, and and the Academy has spoken. I mean, it there it's it's an it's it doesn't a get nominated place. without the theater release. No, absolutely not. That streaming, no shot, zero. Well, you have to be you have to be you have to play in a theater to get a nomination anyway. But oh, is that true? Okay. Yeah, but even with like a limited release and like early, if it was if it was like streaming two weeks after release or a month after the release. Like, I don't think you're having this conversation, but I think it definitely helps that uh, it was it was there, uh, you know, it was there for a long time. People told their friends about it. You told me about it, and it was months mm. later that I saw it. I made it a point. Like, I had to – I had it was still there. I had to see it. So, yeah, Top Gun. Did he get a Did he get a Best Actor nom or any other – I'm sure, like, some technical stuff got nominated, but – No, no, uh, I don't think any actors got nominated from it, not even Ed Harris. Unfortunately, <laughs> uh, Val Kilmer should have absolutely got one. Kilmer um, could have, yeah, he could have given a few. Uh, yeah, just uh, you're absolutely right, though, man. Hey, you 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 nailed it. 
It was the right time. It was the right time. I just had a feeling. I just had a feeling. It's not going to win, but I had a feeling. Not for nothing. What do you think? Do you think if it had come out, no COVID, come out as planned, summer of 2020, do you think it gets a nomination for Best Picture? I don't know. It's a, it's a hard world to envision. I don't know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lean no. I'm going to lean no. But I really – I have no way of knowing. No, really, I have no clue. It really – it was the right kind of nostalgia. It really was. It wasn't overdone. It wasn't over the top. It made sense how they did it. It didn't lean too heavy on the original. You know, if you had the music, obviously just hearing actual jet engines in your ear in a in a movie theater is pretty badass. Mm-hmm. It just hit the hit all the right notes. It was perfect. It was it was in in a, in a world where everything is nostalgia. Everything ties back to when we were kids. This this that. Um, it, it, touching on these nerves, it's one way and one way or the other. You know that '90s show just came out, which I'm sure is atrocious. Probably um, yes. I mean, we could. I mean, we sit here. We could. We could name all the nostalgia pieces that are that have fallen flat. Just trying to get your eyeballs on them because they pull your heartstrings a little bit. This was a great movie that started with nostalgia and ended being like its own thing. Like it's now. It's like, yeah. We'll watch this one as. We won't watch the old one anymore, I don't think. I think it probably is going to replace the old one. It might. Uh, so, yeah, it was like, it was the perfect time for it. We needed it. It, it, it didn't, yeah, it didn't feel as much like a reboot. I, I would say like 98% of reboots, I don't even give it a look. Whether it's a TV show, it's a movie, uh, some sort of sequel, you know, 20, 30 years down the road. I don't give it a look. This was one of the few that really, and I think because it, it, at the end of the day, it kind of stood on its own. Yeah. It was a perfect blend. It was a perfect blend of nostalgia and telling a new story. Yeah. No, it was, it didn't, but yeah, but a lot of, a lot of these things will lean on the nostalgia just to get you in the door. This was not, I mean, this got you in the door and then the actual movie grabs you and kept you there. Right, I mean, you got to kick it off with Kenny Loggins. I mean, you can't. Awesome. Which is a nice homage. Which is a nice homage. Gets it out of the way. It's six minutes or whatever, and you're onto that meat and potatoes of it. Right, 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 right. Yeah, you can live movies. with you can live with the piano scene. You look the other way on that. Maybe you take that, a, maybe you take a piss break <laughs> when, when during the rewatch of that. that. Yeah, I'm sure if we thought about it, there was. Uh, no, that was a rough. That was a rough scene in real time. I was like, "Oh, come on!" Yeah, but that was more little about, on the nose. That was more about Cruz. Like he had a kind of could it at least real... been a different song though. <laughs> I guess it didn't have to be "Great Balls of Fire." Yeah, he's at least been wearing like a different outfit than his father was wearing. It was like a, <laughs> it's like a clone. Yeah, I get. Yeah, I see what you're saying. You're right. Really, that was really my only gripe. That was really my only gripe. Fair. That was a little bit too much. Okay. All right. All right. Um, yeah, that's early though. Get get that out of the way, and then uh, you move on with the rest of it. Right, and then it becomes like a uh, an action flick. Yeah. Yeah. Old fashioned, good old fashioned action flick. I, I think we touched on this, but what did you think about the internet? Uh, theory about how they think Cruz died like 10 minutes into that movie. 
during the mock was it mock eight mock seven no i didn't i didn't hear that oh, okay that, yeah, that was like an internet rumor it's probably started by like the ringer fucking bob newhart bob newhart ruined tv and movies forever because now everybody thinks it's uh it's a dream everything's a dream thanks bob newhart right he had two sitcoms right bob newhart well the newhart show which ended with him like waking up or something no that was the second one he had the he had i'm talking out of my ass because i forget yeah. even the names of the show but there was one that was the but we'll call it the bob newhart show okay. and there was a second one where like he owned a hotel or something really all right okay I don't, I don't... and that's when he woke up at the end of that one and, and like the whole hotel thing was a dream that's all right i didn't know that okay so it tied back to the original sitcom right it was like the the second sitcom was all a dream <laughs> And so he it was wakes like, up like in the first sitcom. It was like if Frazier woke up at the end of Frazier and he was drunk <laughs> on the bar at Cheers. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what's going on? All right. Yeah. Bingo. <laughs> never, never made it to Seattle. And Sam, Sam's knocking like, I told you we're closed. And it's right. Instead, it's the end of Cheers. <laughs> no spinoff. <laughs> and then, yeah. And then uh, he steps on a rake and hits him in the face. Yes. <laughs> that's how that's exactly how Frazier should have ended. Oh well, what are you gonna do? Can't rewrite couldn't, couldn't tell you how Frazier ended. Never really watched too much Frazier. I mean, all I know is it took place in Seattle. He had the radio he was a shrink with the radio show. Right. Is Dr. Drew before Dr. Drew? Right. Right. Maybe during Dr. Drew. Yeah. His father was cool with the dog. His father was cool. I forget his name, but he was cool. And Niles was his brother. Right. Daphne. Daphne was the love interest of the brother. English, the English bird, yeah. And what's her face showed up once in a while? The ex-wife. Lilith. Is that her name? From oh yeah, Lilith from Cheers. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Ball Buster. Yeah. Oh, she so may have been a shrink too. Talk about a wet towel. Was Lilith a shrink? Probably you can't two shrinks. No, that that's no good. No, you're always analyzing. You're always oh. assuming you're being analyzed. It's tough. Even one shrink, it's tough being. Imagine being like me or you with a shrink. You're like, well, no. what do you think? What do you, no, yeah, I'd be so paranoid. Every conversation is like a chess match. Yeah, not really. Uh, yeah, except you're playing. <laughs> you're you're playing with all pawns. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, everything. Well, you can't even decide what to have. You know. For dinner without you know an argument yeah. breaking out what was that supposed to mean yeah not that i asked you if you wanted chicken or steak that's all yeah this is a deep-seated uh <laughs> fear of chickens is that why you want a chicken you had to kill a chicken yeah <laughs> make you feel better make you feel like a man <laughs> just want <laughs> just want some chicken parm for christ's sake yeah yeah uh let's see what else um Keg is still pretty heavy in my garage. Yeah, I, that's I had this written down for today. I guess now is a good enough time to bring it up. We might have to think about a new punishment for our league if this keg doesn't get kicked like it does. And not even everybody was really on it. Not not everybody was doing the power hour. Not it's just it's tough to. I know it's great for you. You just get a keg. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. it seems like you win no matter what. I mean, but, it's still uh, cold. It's still cold. That's good. We might have to think about a new punishment for the league. And plus, well, on top couple, of, I had a good. And on top of it, apparently, it's impossible to find kegs now, which I didn't know until Saturday. 
Well, I, I was I did a little research on how it may be easier to find kegs. There is a place, Total Wine, mm-hmm. where I think you have to put it in in advance. Okay. Uh, but it sounds like if you put it in in advance, they will have it. So a potential solution could be doing a quarter keg with okay. a bottle attached to it. Okay. All right. That, 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 that way you, you spend you, – you cut your cost in half, but then you also – Put you know forty dollar bottle on top of it, a good bottle, yeah. $50. I mean the brown. I mean I'm looking behind me now. We did go through like a, a bottle and a half. It was nothing a compared. Brown. To, I don't think it was anything compared to Wildcard Weekend. Oh really? <laughs> oh my! Well, you you brought you brought that uh, whatever that the, that the thing, handle. That thing was almost gone, and we went through half a bottle of another bottle, like a Oof, regular. Bottle. All right. Well, we All didn't right. go through. You guys went through half a bottle of the basin. <laughs> I, I didn't touch it. So yeah. I think that might need to be a revised. I mean, if you can't kill a quarter keg, oof. Yeah, no, that's something to, to look into. We could we could bring it to the league. It's uh, yeah, it's just it's great for the party. It's great to get everybody there for the party. But if we're not all benefiting from it, what's the point of having it? Be the punishment, you know. If you're gonna do the power hour, it, it still makes sense to get the keg. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's easier to drink it than it is. Yeah, and the cleanup. Selfishly, the cleanup is easier because when you do a power hour with cans, it's a no. fucking yeah. Forget it. <laughs> no, you it's, don't a, it's a battle zone. All right. Okay. That's that's something. We'll we'll take suggestions. We got all off season figured out. So yeah, that's that's the jumping off point. Quarter keg and a bottle. Yeah. Oh, one more thing I want to touch on. Um, we had people calling in before divisional playoff weekend. If anybody, if any of our listeners ever want to call in for like a segment, we're more than happy. Or at least I am. I don't know about you. I'm more than happy to entertain the um, a call in uh, from time to time. So if anybody, if anybody's listening now and has, has ever wants to call in for something, you know when we tape Thursday nights and Monday nights, we'll be here. Especially after football season, we're got nothing to talk about. So yeah, on. this Sunday will be taping. Uh, no, 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 no. Sun this Sunday and Super Bowl they can't call in. <laughs> No, okay. <laughs> Banned from Super Bowl. I did, yeah, I mean, like, we did a show on Sunday night. It was 40 minutes, and it was t- it was a tight 40, and we and we, uh, and we nailed it. I think it was a great show. We did everything we had to do for those for those four games, and uh, yeah. backed it out. It was great. We have somebody else come in, and it'll be, it won't be as tight. I don't even – yeah, I don't even remember what I said Sunday. Uh, you were you're, you're great. All right, that's go. what I figured. <laughs> Guys, man, this is all all pats in the back for the through the first fifteen minutes for you. Your Oscar call, your your wild card week, or your divisional playoff weekend show. <laughs> I got, I got nothing else. We got you know running out of material. It's only three games left in the season. I know, I know. Well, and this I got this one. I got a. I don't know if you saw this. I didn't click on the article because it was a little too creepy. Okay. It was the post posted this on, uh, I think it was the post on Twitter. Do you see this guy who is, I think he's in his like twenties. Yeah. And he, and he's, he's dating uh, a girl who's of age, but she's like the size of an eight year old. Oh yeah. I did. See and he want, and he's trying to tell people post. he's not a creep. Yeah, shit to say it, man. You're in the post. You're a creep. Like, sorry. 
uh yeah it's it's a weird the pictures are weird it's uncomfortable it's very uncomfortable i don't know i don't know what to tell you i i've it, if you just, have to lead off by telling people you're not a creep then you're a creep yeah don't google this don't look it up just take our word for it it's weird you can google it do a google search <laughs> don't read the article <laughs> it's 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 bizarre it looks strange i i don't know i was she was she famous before this like was she had somebody because she had this condition that's a great question she's in a tough spot because like what is she supposed to do in terms of finding a partner yeah you can't date eight-year-olds yeah right but you, like you can't i mean she, i guess she could date a 20-something year old or 30-something year old but then they're a creep I you're mean, a creep if you're attracted to someone that size yeah just don't go in the paper about it. Why are you in the news? You're not clearing your name. You have like a, a you have like a small circle of people that like make believe this is okay. Now you have the whole fucking country looking at it. Every every schmuck who reads the fucking post is judging you. You don't make a case do, of those people. Do I can only size, do regular size people marry little people, aka midgets. Is that a thing? I think so. That's not as creepy. They at least have adult heads and like adult features. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Like Mickey Seinfeld, like he had a beard. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't going to be mistaken for a 10 year old. <laughs> uh, no, he was not. Although, didn't they try to use him as a 10 year old? It's. Oh, yeah. yeah there's, I, I forget about I forget what stunt they pulled. Look, I'm. <sighs> You're right. She's got it. She's got to date people her age, obviously, but it's just there's no reason to go public with this. I mean, like in the news. That's why I think like she might have been famous beforehand. Yeah, and that guy should go on at least like a watch list or something. Yeah, absolutely. It's like it's a it's a watch list. It's like a tornado watch versus a warning. The warning means it's already started. The watch is like it might. Um, there might be a tornado. He might be a pedophile. At the very least, the the Fed should go into his house when he's not there and just check his hard drives. Hard drives for sure. Yeah. Yeah, we need to go China on this guy and, like, we need to know what he's looking up. Yeah. What was he looking – let's look at his internet search history, like, a year or two leading up to before he started dating her. (sighs) That's what we need to say. Yeah. How did he – yeah, how did they meet? Was it – He Google? He Google? Yeah, I don't know. It, it's not not for me, man. No, it's like it's it's disgusting. Like I I don't know any other way they put it. Like I feel for her because she's in an impossible spot. But you know, if you're the guy. Like you just can't do it. I was just I just I was talking to somebody at work, and she was telling us that her father was like caught like talking to like you know the quotes talking to like an eighteen year old girl. Like on Snapchat uh-huh. or whatever, like a local, like so they knew each other or something. And I'm like, she's sharing this. <laughs> she's older now. I like, guess is years. Oh, this, okay. It didn't just happen. It's like years ago. Um, and and then like another another woman's telling us like her ex was dating a girl. Like he's like, you know, he's like 47. He's dating like a 22 year old. I'm like, what? Like I know in the service, like, oh, this sounds awesome, but what the fuck would you talk to a 22-year-old about or an 18-year-old about? 
Like, I, what, what possibly could you? What I just I don't understand it. it. Doesn't make any sense to me. I have nothing to say to a person that age. Yeah, I mean, I have a hard enough time talking to people my own age, but yeah, a twenty. Has he got money? I don't think so. I don't know. I mean, celebrities, they figure it out, some of them. I mean, they usually don't last, the uh, relationships, but. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's one thing. I mean, oh, he was one guy was also married at the time, and he was doing it, which is not mm-hmm. not a great look. Um, yeah, I guess. I mean, I guess you figure it out. But Cheater did it. Cheater's pulling it off. Yeah, it's different. It's Cheater. He's young at heart. Like, I still look at Cheater. He's a young guy. <laughs> I just thought uh, maybe it's me. Maybe I just feel like I have nothing to offer to that gener- an entire generation. No, I, I'm no, I'm saying, boy, I could never. I just be shaking my head the whole time. Yeah, it's just, it's, uh, ah, it's just like they live in like a different world, man. Like, what? Nothing. I, like, I can't think about all the conversation. Not, doesn't have to be with like your significant other, but just people your own age. Like half the time, it's like some, you know, bullshit thing from 1998. Like, remember that? Like, you know, remember when? (laughs) It's like, you don't have that with someone who's 22. Can't talk about the Yankees dynasty. Yeah. (laughs) You know, you can't talk about Jordan. I don't have a clue. I don't have a clue. I don't want to know about anything that's going on in their world. Nice pretend, no. pretend to be interested. No, you don't need to know about TikTok. Nope. No, thank you. Well, then I just see that, t- that someone's trying to ban TikTok or something. Well, yeah, the Chinese are like weaponizing it and shit. So I have an account. It's a waste of time, man. I I don't have one. All I see are the videos that are posted on other platforms. Yeah, it's it's a waste of time. I don't know. Is it just? Is it like when? When you're on Instagram and you're scrolling through like those shorts, or YouTube has this too, actually. That's where I see them, where it's like 15 or 20 second shorts. Is that all TikTok is? No, it's it's more. Well, it could be. There's more than that. There's like the the ones I stop on are usually like stand up comedian bits. Don't have right, but you get those on YouTube and Instagram and stuff. I don't do it. I deleted Instagram. I mean, I have. Oh, I'm, I'm the only one. Oh, okay. That's right. Yeah. I, that's the Instagram I have. That's the only one I got. Yeah, I don't even go on. I, I don't have. I don't even have it on the phone anymore. I got rid of the Instagram. I yeah. use it for like, I follow like restaurants and shit, like bars. <laughs> like I, I don't, I don't really follow people too much. I stumble upon other shit, like stand up comics, like you said, or you know, other famous people. But there'll be like movie clips, TV clips, like some, There's like a lot of like a lot of stuff I end up on, is like Soprano stuff or Better Call Saul stuff. Or it's like a scene from the show, um, but I mean, the, like the shit that people actually make is a waste of time. It's a total waste. That's of time. the way. Total, that's the way total, I see total, it. Total time suck, man. It's just it doesn't do anything for me. But I mean, once in a while, you know, you do a scroll, and you find like an old Carlin clip, or you find like a Sam Morrill clip, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Those guys, <laughs> yeah, and uh, you know. It's definitely a time waster. Yeah, they all are, obviously, but it's like, I think TikTok's designed to suck you in and just keep you just swiping. And then, like, their algorithm apparently is the best algorithm of all the social media stuff, so it knows exactly. Oh, that's why the, the other platforms have have stolen it, though. 
Oh, is that right? I didn't. Okay, I didn't know that. Like, if I go on YouTube right now, I think it's a similar. Like, you could just scroll up on shit, and they have the shorts. Well, the, the shit that Musk did with Twitter that has the the uh, for you page. That's right from TikTok. I don't know if it was right. anywhere else before that, but that's right. right. They have a separate. I'm on YouTube right now. They have a separate uh, section called Shorts, and you just scroll up. Hmm. Right, that's all comedians. That's you know they have me figured out. I guess <laughs> it's like it's just all like Stavros, my man Stavros, the Greek. Um, yeah, like and Instagram like stole from Snapchat. Yeah, I guess you, you have to kind of... They, all these platforms steal from each other. Yeah, you have to find what's hot and what, what, what people like, what people want, what they like, and what hooks them. But it's like, I don't know. I, I, don't, know, I don't know how China weaponizes it other than just making a country of zombies out of the Americans. Um, I'm sure like disinformation and shit is on there. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Andrew Tate was pretty big on there for a bit, showing off all his cars and shit. Is that how he got big on TikTok? I don't know if that's how he got big. I mean, he was a kickboxer or something, and then I don't know. He's just an he's just a complete a hole. That's a whole other story for another day. But I mean, it's just yeah. I they probably should. I think, and, and I'm sure they're you know they're stealing all your information too. So well, that's yeah, that's that the bread and butter. That goes without saying. But Facebook did that. Zuckerberg, Zuckerberg has it all. No, it's Meta, right? Is Meta separate from Facebook? What is Meta? I thought Meta was like the Metaverse, where you're like a you're an avatar or something. Oh, that's the thing where like you could show up to. He wants to make it where you could show up to Thanksgiving, but not actually be there. (laughs) How the fuck you gonna eat? (laughs) Everybody's making their own fucking turkey. Yeah. Right. I don't know, man. It's yeah. I don't have anything to do with that virtual world. I, I played The Sims when I was a teenager. That's enough for me. <laughs> yeah, I played it like once. I never really got into it. Well, I played Oregon Trail. There you go. The Sims was great because you could make a guy like piss himself. You could have him go into the pool and take the ladder out and watch him drown. A lot of fun. That's yeah. Sounds like a blast. <laughs> <laughs> but I can't imagine the people who like played out like entire lives of these people. Like, you, you know, you, you build a couple of things. You're like, all right, I'm going to kill this guy. I'm going to fuck with this guy. That's basically it. Right. I mean, it, uh, yeah. I mean, if you're going to, if you're going to live a life, it's got to be like Grand Theft Auto. It's got to be like, you got to be on the road yeah. cops and killing people and shit. You have to sleep in Grand Theft Auto. You had to sleep in the Sims. You had to take pisses in the Sims. You had to sleep in the Sims. Yeah. Oh yeah, right, right. Be quick though, quick over. Yeah, well, you could fast forward through. Yeah, still. Yeah, it's <laughs> not a game. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. And now we have TikTok. Now we have TikTok from the, from the Sims to TikTok. TikTok and Meta and yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It might be fucked. Yeah, no, absolutely. We're one hundred percent fucked. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, what's that? You're watching these download TikTok? You're locked in. You're hooked in now. It was the YouTube. YouTube <laughs> TikTok. Uh, all right. What else we got? A couple, a little bit, a couple of news items to touch on. We could go right down the list here. You want to start with uh we'll start with baseball because that'll be quick. Okay. Scotty Rowan, Hall of Famer. This will be real quick. Scott Rowan, Hall of Famer. 
Yeah. Uh, from 10%, his first time in the ballot, to a Hall of Famer. I'm, I mean, I'm done with the Hall of Fame. I'm done with it. It's And the people, because there's a lot of people who defend this guy getting in. Um, it's so obvious to me that he's not a Hall of Famer. Yeah. That I, I can't even, like, you could throw all the stats at me, war, whatever the fuck. I I just he was he was a good he was a very good player. He is not George Brett. He is not uh Mike Schmidt. Not Brooks Robinson. He's not Brooks Robinson. He does not belong in the Hall of Fame. That's all. I mean, I'm not gonna sit here and have the conversation. That's just it's 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 the fact, it's the truth. He didn't belong there. Anybody oh, who wants to hear about Scott Rowland's uh Hall of Fame candidacy. You can go on, uh, go on uh, Mad Dog's little short podcast that they post on his uh, on Apple Pod, or you can probably find it on Spotify or whatever. Get the exact name for it. Uh, it's funny because he let off high heat the other day, saying it wasn't the day to shit on Scott Roll, and and he that's basically what he did. He was defending. <laughs> he was more defending making a case for Jeff Kent, but in in return, he was kind of shitting on Scott Rowland. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Mad Dog's Daily Bite, it's called. You go, you download that from Wednesday's show. The MLB Hall of Fame voters continue to lower the bar. It's a, like a 13-minute video, and he will explain to you why uh, Scott Rowland is. More more so that Jeff Kent is a Hall of Famer, but there's a lot of why Scott Rowland is not a Hall of Famer. Well, you know, you, you know what? You can make the, the case for him, like why his numbers mean he's a Hall of Famer, but to me that means you are lowering the standards for what it means to be great. That's all. That's that's all I'm taking that as. Like he is he is not a legendary ball player, and you're lowering the standards to make him a legendary ball player. That's maybe yeah. it's like a societal issue, you know. I mean, it's just one of those guys that was never a Hall of Famer. Do you think Scott Rowland ever thought he was a Hall of Famer? <laughs> I didn't even know they were doing the Hall of Fame voting this week. He was like, "Wait, what? I'm still on the, I'm still on the fucking ballot." <laughs> like, like, was there any point during his career or even post career where he thought, "Oh, I could be like," he got 10 percent of the vote his first year on the ballot, which was let me see. He retired in 2012, so you figure like 18 was the first year he was on the ballot, maybe yeah. five years ago. Like. He, ne- he he never thought this was possible up until maybe past couple of years. Yeah, I don't I don't know. It, and but it's just, like zero intangibles, which like that's what like irritates me the most is like his numbers overall aren't Hall of Fame worthy. But no. you know, there's certain guys who, if you factor in like the uh, you know if you look in between in between the lines, you look in the crumbs, like you'd be like, oh, this guy may have been a Hall of Famer because he was yeah. a big game player. He was this, he was that. Legendary I mean, stretch, yeah. Like a yeah, heroic couple of years where he was the best like, player like in the game. Yeah. Jack Moore. I'm not sure Jack Moore's the Hall of Famer, but all-time postseason pitcher, the run with 91, game seven, 10 innings, yeah. 84 with the Tigers. I could see it. I didn't, I didn't really get to see Jack Moore, so I can't really comment on it, but like when people make the case for him, I at yeah. least understand that. Those go with Scott Rowland. With Scott Rowland, I mean, the guy is a. Let me get this right. Two twenty career postseason hitter. Uh. So it's like you can't even like you can't even throw you can't even throw like that at me. Yeah, I don't know. 
Yeah, I don't, it doesn't make any sense to me, man. They're just I, I get, start letting everyone in. Like I said, it, 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 I, I stand by that, and it's a, maybe it's a societal thing. We're just lowering our standards for everything. That's it. Yeah. I, I mean, I officially checked out last year when they let Ortiz in. Well, I think I checked out when um, they let Harold Baines in. <laughs> Harold Baines wasn't great. <laughs> Harold Baines was not great. Uh, yeah, and, and the worst part about about uh, Rowan is – I like the guys behind him. I could make a case for the, all those guys being better than Scott Rowland, like the Beltrons and the DeAndre Jones. I could make a case for, I mean, I, like Mattingly and Hernandez, Keith Hernandez, better ball players than Scott Rowland. Yeah, for sure. And, and those guys aren't sniffing the Hall of Fame unless, it's, you know, Veterans Committee down the road. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just Scott Rowland, just a name that he's just, he's like one of those guys who was like, a good player. Yeah. Like, I feel like what's the difference, what's the difference between some. Scott Rowland and like Jim Edmonds? I feel like they're like kind of similar. <laughs> yeah. I would even say Jim Edmonds is better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love Jimmy Edmonds. A little, little Jim Edmonds. You're right, man. Yeah. That's there's a place for those players. And it's not in the Hall of Fame. He's a very good player for a pretty long time, but doesn't mean he's one of doesn't mean he's an all-time great. Doesn't mean he has to be enshrined. In the sacred halls, not so sacred. Good, halls good, solid ball players, Scott yeah. Rowland. Yeah, so just over two thousand hits. It's like, it's like Bernie Williams. It's a better player than Scott Rowland. Yeah, yeah. There's so many, there's so many guys who never even came close to making the Hall of Fame that are better players than Scott Rowland. How are the? Bernies, it's, it's kind of crazy. I, how are the Bur, the Bernie Scott Rowland split looks like? It's probably. I'd say Ber- I'll get close. Bernie's numbers up right now. I'd say Bernie's better. We could do it well, on, on baseball reference. You could do like a split screen. I'll do it for the second half. When we come back, we can do it because we got okay. four. We got four and change left. So um, we'll come back to that. Um, quick football. Billy, Wag- Billy Wagner not a Hall of Fame. No, I'm Billy Wagner. Right no, he's got like a ten postseason error. I will do football in the second half of the show. Um, and we got to do Royal Rumble in the second half of the show. We're, we got to make some sort of bet, some 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 kind of Sunday poor bet. I don't know what. I okay. Do, I don't know how to do it, but we've done it before. We'll do it again. Yeah, I forget what we did, but we have done it before. Um, Frank Reich going to Carolina. I guess we'll just do a little bit of football here. Frank Reich going to Carolina. Yeah, I think Frank Reich deserves another chance. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I like that signing. First Panthers quarterback. First Panthers touchdown. First Panthers uh, that's right, yeah. So that's right. Yeah, I think it's a it's a good spot for him. And uh, needs the quarterback. It's back to square one. He needs yeah. the quarterback. Yeah, he's used to that position. And well, then, they may they may be able to draft one. May be able to get one there. They got the ninth pick overall. A couple of big offensive coordinator signings. Yes. Uh, oh, also Bryant. before you get before you get to those, yeah. Good move by uh, two good moves. One, the Cowboys bringing Dan Quinn back as their DC. Yeah, and the second great move would be the team that avoided uh, bringing Dan Quinn in as their head coach because he's where he belongs, which is as defensive coordinator for a team. Mm-hmm. So, just all right. Go ahead. Hope that hope that Wink Martindale has the same fate. Yeah, I don't think Wink Martindale is a head coach, but we'll see. We'll see what the masses. Say. He fa- he's like he. Strikes me as like a uh, like who's like a failed coordinator head coach, like a Buddy Ryan or something, or uh, 
don't know. He just doesn't that name just like Wink Martindale. That's coordinator name. That's not head coach name. You know what? I got I I I got it. I got it up here. Um. Okay. Let's see. Bernie and Roland very close. Bernie has five hundred more at bats. Like right. 400 more bats, 400 and change more bats. Longevity. Um, Bernie's, he played in 40 more games. Um, there's a lot more. Bernie has more hits. I, Bernie definitely has more hits. Bernie has more hits, 2,300 to 2,000. Um, Roland has more doubles. Roland has more home runs, but not by much, only by 30. 287 to 316. RBIs only by. Roland only has him by 30, 1287 to 1257. Mm-hmm. Batting average, Bernie 297, Roland 281. Yeah, Bernie's got him an average. On base, Bernie won a batting title, Roland never. Yep. Um, uh, Roland's got him in slugging, Bernie's got him in on base. Do you well, have the, um, do you have like where Bernie, like Bernie's MVP finishes? Uh, yeah, I can do that. Because Roland came in the top 14 once. I know one that time, was yeah. thrown around there. Bernie um, probably doesn't have a gold glove, though, because of his arm, right? Did he ever did he ever steal a gold glove? Bernie has four gold gloves. There you go. Roland has, what, seven or eight? Bernie was top 10 MVP in 98, and he was top 10 MVP in 02. And he was – he also came – he was 17th twice, 11th and 13th. A couple of times. And a one, two, three, four, five time all star. And an ALCS MVP. I mean, it's not even close. Yeah. It's bad. <laughs> all right. It's not even close. We're we're under a minute here, so we'll take a quick break and uh come back. There's Bernie Williams Hall of Fame candidacy announced here. Pitch. <laughs> all right, just uh wrapping up some football news and notes from the week. Offensive coordinators signed. Uh, Bill O'Brien headed to New England. Mm-hmm. And Nathaniel Hackett headed to the Jets. Now, I'm sure Nathaniel Hackett's one of these guys that way better coordinator than he ever was a head coach. Went a little in over his head in Denver. Diva quarterback, 4-11, 32nd in scoring. But it is hysterical that he's going to the Jets. I mean, they're they're the comedy team that just doesn't ever give up. Well, the Jets fan has tried to spin this as now they're the front runners for Rodgers. Sure, which I'm I'm still not sure. I'm still not convinced that Rodgers is leaving Green Bay. Yeah, well, Rodgers had a weird week too. <laughs> we get into that. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't. Yeah, I don't know anything about him. He doesn't know anything about him right now. I'm sure he doesn't know what he's doing yet, or if he's going to force his way out of there, or what. But, um, I guess if that's how you want to spin it, if you're the Jets to get a 40 year old quarterback coming in, you know, I mean, in my all time dream is, and not because I hate the Jets, I don't hate the Jets. But it's just it's so funny how they conduct conduct business and it's so funny how they just kick themselves in the face all the time. Mm. But my dream is like Brady goes to the Jets and he's terrible. <laughs> and it's like just kills him kills the Jets one more time on the way out the door. 
I, yeah, I, I don't see uh, I don't see either guy wanting to go to the Jets. No, I don't see I don't see why I don't see why Rodgers would. I think he'd rather just ride it out in Green Bay. I mean, it's because Green Bay, all right, there's expectations, title town, Lombardi, all that thing, but you can kind of hide in Green Bay. Yeah. You can't hide in New York. That's a, New York's a different animal. It's he's not cut out for New York. If you go anywhere else, it's your answer to a whole different. Yeah, it's it's really dealing with a whole different set of expectations. Well, like you he said, can get, he can get away with going to like Vegas. Yeah, I think the the national media is going to follow him and murder him wherever he goes. But but New York, New York, it's it's not just yeah. about the media in New York. He couldn't handle he couldn't handle New York. It's it's the fan base, dude. He they haven't seen a Super Bowl in fifty five years. Like it's just, I, I don't, I don't. No, he's no, he doesn't, he doesn't want anything to do with New York. I'm telling him, he, he couldn't, he could, he could, he couldn't handle it. Nah, it would just be too much. It would be too much for him. Yeah, he'd he'd combust. He he could barely handle going on Pat McAfee's show, and that's like a soft landing spot for him. Right. He's not. He's no. I think I think Rogers knows. Yeah, he's not cut out. It would be hilarious though because I could see that getting very ugly. They, I think he'd have his good moments in New York, but he would not deal well with the Jet fan. They would clash. Did you see his interview this week? No, he was complimentary of the Jets. Right? Did they have talent or something? No, uh, no. He uh, this week was bizarre. He was on Pat McAfee. And um, he like he, uh, he I, I could read you some shit. It's very weird, I guess, because people were saying like I think Rock said uh, he, he, he oh Rogers had said he only plays for MVPs, but it's not really what he said. It was like out of context. And then yeah. Gronk and then Gronk said, "Well, that's it's a bad thing. Dude was only paid for MVP." So he's like, you know, commenting on that. He's like, uh, they didn't quite. Look at the entire clip, obviously, kind of defending himself there. He's and he goes, uh uh da, okay, so he talks about Gronk, he likes Gronk, he's awesome. But then he talk, then he starts going about the media. He's like, But what do they do? If 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 you take the right sound bite from the right thing, and it's a station that may or may not have in the past been brought to you by Pfizer, that they gotta make sure their villain gets cast in the correct light. And whether or not they're sponsored by Pfizer, Moderna, or Johnson and Johnson, whatever it might be. When you go up against some of those powers that be, put yourself in the crosshairs, they're going to paint you a certain way. Basically saying that because these media companies are sponsored by the drug companies, that they have to make him out to be the asshole. All right. What what does that have to do with Gronkowski, though? Well, he just said to where he went on his little rant. It was bizarre. Uh, nobody yeah. gives a shit. Nobody cares. No, no, no drug company is out to get you. And out to say, like, make this guy look bad because he doesn't like the vaccination thing or whatever the fuck. Yeah, uh, doubtful. And then, like, Pat McAfee, it's like any any other host be like, what are you talking about? Pat McAfee's like, okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I, I saw the transcript and I was like, I got to see what McAfee's reaction was. And he was, okay. He's like, so you're not you're not sure where you're going yet? <laughs> like, okay. Yeah, yeah. Let's see. Unbelievable. Yeah, he's not cut off for New York. No, imagine imagine that interview happening in New York. 
No, he first of all, he wouldn't do any interviews in New York. He's not going on the fan. He's not going on the Michael K show. Well, no, but, but just like, but just like that interview happening while he's playing for the Jets. Yeah, after they got smoked by New England again or something. Yeah, yeah. he'd get crucified. Yeah. He's got a little, I mean, Green Bay itself is kind of a soft landing. Like, I don't know, like I, that fan base, they have expectations, like I said, but it's like a small, like little, like small knit community up there in Green Bay. Yeah. New, York is gonna... just, New York's a fucking an animal. Yeah, I want. I kind of wonder how they if they're fed up with them at all, but they're just like too. They also love them. You know what I mean? Like I don't. I wonder if I wonder if they've had it with them that fan base there. I'm not gonna ever. It's like one. It's like it. one of those marriages that just you kind of going through the motions and you have your good times and your bad times. Like that comeback win against the Dallas this year when he brought yeah. him back. That was like that was like a, a resort vacation. Yeah, but I mean, you could deal with the aging part of it. It's like this nonsense. <laughs> Like to just the mouth. Oh, I think they just kind of ignore that. I would say yeah. fans are pretty good at just whatever off the field. See a Sunday. I guess. I. I mean, for his sake, better hope so. But uh, this way, I guess in t- title town, just win them games, but um, or give them the opportunity to win games. Bizarre. Sure, it's a small. But he goes small. off. It's so it's so weird because he goes off. He uses like. You know, just the keywords like woke, you know, starts going after the spot, like the, the drug companies and stuff. It's just, it's just very weird. It's very weird for, to me that they, they does that. Yeah. They like to, they like to key on those trigger, those trigger words. He's a weird guy. Yes. Right. Very, very. Um, before we do Rumble, do you see The Undertaker's doing a one man show? Did you know that? No. I, like, I saw he was on Raw, but I didn't. He's like doing, I don't know where exactly he's going, but he's going around places and talking about it, telling stories, just him. And it's called the One Dead Man Show, not One Man Show. But he just it's goes. It's almost in. like he's just going to be on stage, like stand up kind of deal. Yeah. Not even stand up. I just tell stories about his career nah, and his life I, and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So I think people who are named with that, it's like, that's a great guy who, like, you'd, Never heard talk before. Now he's just spilling it all because he's retired, and it's like, uh, yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty cool. His sure has some good ones. Yeah, he's. Uh, he never did even. He never did much talking, even when he was a wrestler, like in the yeah. ring cutting promos. Now he's doing a one man show. Yeah, yeah, very interesting. Yeah, I'm sure it's a cool one. Um, how how uh, how much of the rumble do you know? Like how like going into this, None, like how, how, going, going in blind. Yeah, all right. Me too. I have no nothing. I mean, you probably know a little bit more just because you have a little more history with it. Yeah. But um, yeah, I don't know anything. So Saturday night is the Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. Well, how do you how do you want to do this? I got Royal to, Rumbles. I Forget the. Women. Oh, it's right. Yeah, it's right. The women are doing it too. Yep. Um, I don't know what we did last time. Did we do odds and evens? That no, it doesn't seem right. Odds and evens. Do we just do we do a draft? Uh, no, not a draft. Or just do we dra- do we each draft a couple numbers, and then uh, whoever's is the last one standing wins. Oh, I don't know if that's what we did or not. I'm just I have no idea what we're doing. We can't draft wrestlers. We have to draft numbers. Yeah, yeah. it's got to be numbers. 
Uh, how many do we do? Six numbers each, maybe. Do we do last last number standing? Do we have to do? Do we have to do like two between one and ten, and two between eleven and? Yeah, that's what we did. That's exactly what we did. Now it's coming back. Okay. All right. All right. Great. So I guess we'll just we'll do that now. All right, let's do it. <laughs> uh, all right, let's go. Here's your snake. And what are, what are we playing for? Um, uh, six 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 pack, twelve pack. I like Shot a, in a bear. I like a six six pack is a good one. That way you could get a little creative with it. Six pack yeah. of the loser's choice. Loser's choice, yes, of course. Well, that's even better. It's great because neither of us has any standards, so it's perfect. So it could be like the weirdest anything bottom shelf. It could be some weird IPA. It could be, you know, anything. And not, neither of us will ever complain. Right. And, I mean, we'll probably split it anyway, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Six for a six pack for the Royal Rumble. Here's your Here's your 2023 Royal Rumble draft. Call in the air. All right, heads. It's a head. It's always a fucking head. Uh, go ahead. First pick. So we're going. We have to go one through ten first, or I can go any. Uh, what do you think? Yeah, I get, no, I do one through ten first. Do do our first two picks are one through ten. Second two are eleven through twenty, and then twenty-one through thirty to finish it off. Okay. Right? Okay. Okay. My first pick. I will go with number eight. Okay, I'm going to pick seven, and then I will go with I'll go with one on the way back. All right, one. I'll round out the one through ten with number three. Shout out Ric Flair, 92 Rumble, <laughs> three spot. And so we go to 11 through 20, and I will go – with 19. Okay. I will take 14 and I will take 17. All right. Uh, let's see. Go 15 for Munson. Okay. And that brings us to 21 through 30, and I will go with 27. 27. And I'm going to take 23 and 24. Well, that might be a bad Mm. strategy. That was probably a bad strategy. Yeah. I'm going to go. Let's it's see. You're going to get as much thought. I'll go. Uh, I'm going to go 29. All right. That's, that's probably a better strategy. All right. There you have it. Hopefully, that guy gets knocked out right away. <laughs> Hopefully, it's Bozo the Clown comes out 29. Yeah. Dunk and dink. <laughs> All right. Or except for the rumble on his six pack on the line. Um, what's next? What do we got? I might miss the beginning of the rumble, so I might need 
I probably updates. I don't think I don't think I'm even gonna be watching it. So Okay. I'm gonna try and make sure I get to it. We'll see though. Uh do you wanna start? You wanna get right into these games or you have anything before, you want to cover before we get to uh championship Sunday? No, let's get to championship Sunday. All right. Two games on Sunday night. The ultimate prize going to the Super Bowl. Cincinnati heads to Kansas City. San Francisco heads to Philadelphia. Tight games. Anybody can win. I'm sure you'll hear a lot of people saying these are the four best teams, four evenly matched teams, four best teams left, a lot of that. Yeah, I've been hearing a lot of that. People have forgotten how much they were hot in the Bills most of the season. But uh, these are um, for sure four of the four of the best, four of you know top five or six or four top four, whatever you want to break it down. They are right up there. We got the cream of the crop here. Cincinnati goes to Kansas City, and I have Kansas City as a one point favorite. Oh, let me do this. We gotta, start with, we gotta start with Philly, right? Yeah, we do. That's my my mistake. What I wanted to really start with was um, we never. Never, no, no, I never finished off. Just wanted the final, this end of the regular season. You went, you went three 0 week eighteen. You are thirty four twenty one and two in the regular season, sixty two percent. An incredible finish. Um, I want that framed. Monster, monster year for it. I went twenty nine twenty eight and one. I'll take it. Game over five hundred. I like it. Um, <laughs> however, come to come to the playoffs, <laughs> different story. Uh, Wildcard weekend. Uh, you went um, one and five. Do I have that right? Yeah, I think so. I was three and three. My five hundred ways, and you in an um, divisional playoff round. You went two and two, and I was three and one. So you're three and seven in the playoffs, and I'm six and four in the playoffs. So right. just want to clear up some bookkeeping because I had not mentioned that at all. I think I was avoiding my regular season finish, so I needed to pad my stats a little bit in the playoffs before I made it official. Um, yeah, San Fran and Philly. I have Philly as two-and-a-half-point favorites. Yeah, spread hasn't moved all week. Uh, maybe it moves over the weekend. Maybe it moves approaching kickoff, but it seems like it's going to stand pat at two-and-a-half. Uh Weather report, it looks like it'll be 50 degrees and cloudy, unusually warm for Mm. late January in Philly. Um, Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to keep anybody in suspense. I'm taking Philly. I I feel a little obligated to take them. I had them going to the Super Bowl back in September when we did our preseason show. I said if they got past the Giants, I was taking them blindly against whoever they played. So, got to be a man of my word, if nothing else. Uh, you could give away who you're picking, I guess. We don't really have to go snake draft style. Are you taking San Fran? No. You know, I went, I, I tried to talk myself into San Fran numerous times. Tried to put myself in a world where I was watching them celebrate in the field. Trying to rationalize it but the fact of the matter is philly i mean they're both stacked teams and it's going to be this is going to be a, a fun like hard-nosed game i wish it was a little colder it'd be great bone crunching cold game uh i i just the, the philly i'm a firm believer in 
strength on the line, and that's what Philly has. Philly has like the best offensive line, I don't know, maybe in like years. They have basically two left tackles. They have one in the right tackle who's who'd who'd be left tackle anywhere else. And Kelsey in the center there. And it's just like they're they're phenomenal. They're great. And they're not fucking around. We saw last week they they have they they have one track mind. They're coming to play. They're coming to rumble. And they don't care who's standing in the way. I don't, I just I can't see. They're basically full strength. And obviously San Fran has, has a glaring hole. This is where the the Cinderella story ends for our boy Brock. It's just, it's going it's going to be. I I can't possibly pick him in Philly in this position here. Yeah, Brock has played two road games so far. He is six and two. I'll count the Dolphin game as a win for him, even though he came in after Garoppolo, but he played most of that game. Mm-hmm. So he's six up, two down. That includes the playoffs. I believe I had that right. Six and two. Okay. Uh, only two road games. He, or I'm sorry, he's eight and zero. Oh. Six home games, two road games. Eight and zero oh, though. Uh, his only two road games were at Seattle on a Thursday night and uh, at Vegas. So, I mean, obviously, this is going to be his toughest test to date on the road. Um, the one reservation I would have is. And I've been asking myself this all week. Are they begging, by they, I mean the odds makers, are they begging you to lay the two and a half with Philly? The fact that they're like, look, a field goal and you win. Or, or are they baiting you to take San Francisco because they haven't lost a game since – they have not lost a game since October 23rd. I was at ALCS game four, Yankees. I watched them lose to the Chiefs in the second half that, that was over three months ago. Hmm. So what are they? What do the odds makers want? Because it feels like you know the only the only reservation I had about Philly was with this was with the line and thinking that two and a half seems a little too juicy. I I think that I, I don't know what they want, but I think it's two and a half because. People might look at Philly's win against the Giants last week as more of a product of the Giants being the team they're playing. People look at San Fran's road and they they see them being a little more uh, battle tested. Um, see, I think I I think that if this game was played last weekend. That's more like a pick 'em. I think the Eagles killing the Giants actually bumped this number up a point or two. Yeah, I could see I could see that too. I could see that for sure. But I don't I feel like if they had if it was a different point in the season, Philly would be favored by maybe a point more. It was it's just again, like with the Giants, my whole rationale with them having a shot last week was it was the right time to play Philly, and Philly showed us like they they had the on switch. Mm-hmm. Um, those are just a warm up. Now, if they get hit in the mouth and they can't take it, I I don't know. But I can't. I mean, I cannot. I can't put my finger on what that number means for what Vegas wants. I can't. I I'm not sure. And right now, looking at the 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 few sources I've uh, I've uh, or few outlets I've had, it looks like just about. If I had a ballpark, I'd say 60-40 Eagles bets. 
Uh, if you okay. go on DraftKings right now and look at the percentages of where the bets are going, mm-hmm. uh, I am seeing, let's see, I am seeing still laying it, still sitting at two and a half. And 53% of the percentage of bets placed, 53% are on the Eagles. So touch more money, touch more bets on the Eagles. Uh, I actually think you mentioned Philly's O-line. I think the matchup of the game comes down to San Fran's O-line against Philly's D-line. Sure. Because yeah. Philly's D-line has gone under the radar this year. Mm-hmm. I mean, they this D has been good for like five to six sacks a game. It's been incredible. And San Fran's O-line is good, but I mean – well, you Philly's know, just, Philly's just got like a no name D line, like other than like Fletcher Cox. I mean, I can't even name any of these guys on the D line. Well, I mean, maybe it was just Dallas, but I mean, Dallas got after him last week early on. Purdy was in a little bit of trouble early on. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not like they can't be had. It could be just because Dallas's rush is pretty good. But yeah, I mean, you, you're right. If they can get something going against that. I guess they'll line and make Purdy feel it. That's where there's gonna be some trouble there. I mean, Philly did seventy sacks. Yeah, it's like the the, most. You know what the the NFL record is? It was the eighty-five Bears with like. Yeah, I think it was actually the eighty-four Bears. Oh, okay. Wait, wow, seventy-two. Unbelievable! Unbelievable! Extra game, obviously Philly had, but still. No, just to be close to it, even with the extra game, is unbelievable. It's, It's. it's a, it's a crazy number. So, yeah. I mean, San Fran's good. They're going to try to run the ball. They don't want to get in those third and longs where, like, the defense can pin their airs back and rush the quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, all the Niners guys are playing. I don't buy – I know McCaffrey hasn't practiced this week or Devo's been a little banged up. All those guys are playing. So, I expect both teams at full strength. Uh, I just think Hurts under center this year when he has started, 15-1. and one. To me, he's the MVP of the league. Uh, and I just gotta, I gotta, I gotta roll with Philly at home against yeah. this team. And I kind of like the under in this game because I do think the defenses are going to, uh, the defenses will have their moments in this game. I don't think it's going to be like a blowout like Philly had Saturday night. Was it forty six and a half? Yeah, I, I kind of like that under. I, I like like a uh, like a twenty seven seventeen type of finish hey the lower the score the the better that is for san fran i would keep, say keep, so the keep, niners keep. need to yeah the niners need to you know they need to do what they did last week kind of how dallas played that game against them they need to really ugly hold, it up hold the ball pace the game to how you want to play it don't let philly get rolling they go downhill on you you're fucked yeah probably probably shouldn't fall behind 10 points either no nope Absolutely not. All right, so we're both on Philly, which is unfortunate, but uh, it is what it is. Cincinnati, Kansas City, rematch in Arrowhead. Can Joe Burrow go there? You wanted cold. You wanted cold and bone-crunching hits. This is going to be a cold breath game. You could thank the Bengals for that, or if you want to thank the Bills for that, either way. Uh, we do not have to witness the Atlanta, the Georgia Dome, whatever it's called, Ugh. AFC Championship neutral site bullshit because this game is going to be in the low 20s at kickoff. We will be seeing a lot of breath. 
Let's go. This game. This is it. This is January football. This is what you're going to get before headed to Arizona in two weeks. So enjoy it. It's the last taste of it for the season. Two of the best teams in the league, of course. Two of the best quarterbacks, the most exciting quarterbacks in the league. Going at it again. This is what you sign up for. This is what you live for as a football fan. So what do we have to spread at right now? I have Kansas City minus one. Okay. Now, but I know it's been all over, all over the place, right? It's been all over. I think it's gotten as high as two and a half for the Bengals. Uh, they showed Mahomes at practice yesterday. He was walking just fine. He was practicing. He walked off the podium just fine. And I think that was enough to basically swing it three points or whatever it is, two and a half points. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's been no better team this year against the spread than the Bengals, I believe. Uh, there may be one team I'm missing. There's another team this year who was really good against the spread. But um, in terms of the spread and the money line, there's been no better team than the Bengals. I mean, I rode them for like basically two weeks there at the pack. I could probably thank them for why my rec- my regular season record was so good just because <laughs> they were just an automatic there for from uh, Halloween on. Yeah. It was all you. <laughs> I uh, I got to be honest, though. I don't like how everyone is completely dismissing the Chiefs this week. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, no, we're both doing it. <laughs> I, so I know I came on here with some with some stats for uh, for Mahomes as okay. an underdog and now that he's a favorite, I guess they technically don't apply. I guess he's he's seven one and one against the spread as a as a underdog, and six and three straight up. Um, now that he's a you know technically a favorite, and he's probably going to go off as a favorite in the game. I guess those numbers don't apply, but I mean, in the court of public opinion, I feel like he's the underdog. Like everyone is basically just giving the Bengals this game, and yeah. it's. I don't know, man. Like referring to Arrowhead as Burrowhead, I mean, <laughs> the, the Bengals have—they are feeling their oats, man. They've yes, just, that Burrowhead comment is being that is being passed around the Chiefs' locker room right now. They are going to be so fired up when they come out there, man. And I know Burrow's zero and three. Against Mahomes, or Burrow is three and zero against yep. Mahomes. Mm-hmm. But man, it's just there's too many red flags here. Eli Apple talking shit. There's just too many red flags there for me to take the Bengals, and I got to go the Chiefs, playing the one. Yeah, it's one of the I guess like to this kind of game, you have to evenly match teams. It's tough to do all the like inside stuff here, you're kind of looking for, I don't know, how, how's it going to play? Like, how do you see it playing out? What are we talking about on Monday? And to me, it's like, we talked about the Dak Prescott legacy game last week. Like this feels like a Mahomes legacy game. He hasn't been to the Super Bowl in some time now. He's coming off this injury where I'll be, it'll, this is like a Superman moment for Mahomes. Yeah. He's got, I mean, look, he lost Tyreek and people kind of said, well, this offense is not going to be the same. Kelsey's a monster. He was a monster last week. He'll find he'll find a way to get him the ball. He'll find a way to spread the ball around. They'll, they'll use the running backs, you know, kind of as they always use the running backs as 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 like that weapon when they need them. 
But I think I just feel like we are in amazement at what Evan Mahomes pulls out of the hat on Sunday when we're, when we when we're talking about it Sunday night. It's going to be like I can't believe we just watched that. He is fucking incredible. How did he do that on one leg? How did he re- or how did he recover, you know, that quick to come back and play like that? And yeah, it's going to shut up some people who who have written him off. I'm I'm with you, man. I think KC wins it. I think they get a little revenge for last year and uh and and win it this year and head back to the Super Bowl. I'm trying to think the last time we had because this is the two best quarterbacks in football right now, I think. It has to be. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm not putting Allen in there. Allen, yeah, Herb, took a her, took a step back. Hurts, yeah. Hurts guy has to do it a little bit more, even though I think he's the MVP this year. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Herbert's not there. These are the two best quarterbacks. I'm trying to think of like a championship game or a Super Bowl. I mean, you had Brady and Manning way back when, mm-hmm. but it's been a while. Yeah. Um, you know, another thing, Philly Cincy just seems a little too easy. Everyone's on Philly Cincy. Right? I just. Yeah. Yeah. There's got to be some. Some give there for sure. I was just I was looking at it all week and I was like on Odd Shark and I was just looking at both spreads side by side. And the public money is on both of those teams, especially Cincinnati. But I mean the public is on Philly and Cincy so much that like it can't be that easy. So I already came into this week being like I have to pick against one of these teams. That was definitely part of my mm-hmm. uh strategy. But I mean, if we're really gonna dissect the game. You know, obviously the Bills were not able to take advantage of the Bengals' injuries up front. KC, I mentioned Philly being number one in the league. KC, number two in sacks. Okay. 55 sacks, second to Philly. Underrated underrated aspect of that team, absolutely. Clark up front, what's his name? Frank Clark, I think his name is. Monster. Like, they got some guys that could wreck a game. And get yeah. after Burrow. Um, is it? I mean, is it going to be comfortable betting against Burrow? No, but I, th- I think it's one of those games like we talked about the feel stupid bowl. This is a very feel feel stupid bowl moment because you don't want to bet against either of these guys. Burrow mm-hmm. and Mahomes could easily make you look stupid on Sunday, depending on what side you're on. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it's a feel stupid because I don't think you're. Wrong, you're gonna, you're, somebody's going to be wrong, but I don't think you're wrong to kind of sway one one way or the other. But if the other guy's up there lighting it up, <laughs> yeah, you're going to feel like, all right, of course, yeah. But I mean, you're going to be how, how about feel helpless, bull? Right, yeah, that's true. Like, okay, I slipped, I made the wrong, I read the wrong call, and I fucked myself. Yeah, helpless. Right. Burrow throws his fourth touchdown in the third quarter, and be like, okay, yep. yeah. That I mean, it's it's terrifying. The team's been amazing. They they've done they've done great things all all year in the playoffs. They're amazing in the playoffs. My heart going into this, like my heart is Cincinnati San Fran. It's that old that old Super Bowl matchup from years ago. It'd be um, awesome. It'd be great. I just I, I I had to like think rationally about Philly. They just they're they're stacked in all the right places, and. And KC losing back to back AFC Championship games at home to the same team—that's tough to swallow too. 
Is it possible we're overreacting to the Mahomes videos and he's really more hurt than we think? I haven't seen any of the videos. I'm just I'm I mean, a... he walked off that podium down the steps like no problem. He's drugged up. I let's let's go drugs. Yeah. <laughs> let's go. Let's go, Pfizer. <laughs> Brought to you by Johnson and Johnson. <laughs> um yeah, so all right, we got Casey Philly. And I was thinking about storylines the other night, and I was, you know, into- a little intoxicated, and I couldn't really think really clearly. Okay, but nice. I mean, Casey Philly, it's right there. It's Andy Reid versus old team. Oh yeah, it's a good one. Yeah, didn't even consider it. I was just thinking of Super Bowl rematches, like yep. San Fran, Cincinnati, San Fran, KC, both rematches. But yeah, Casey Philly, you will get two weeks of. Andy Reid and all those NFC Championship games he lost with McNabb. <laughs> <laughs> the Andy Reid Bowl. The Andy Reid Bowl. Yeah. Absolutely. And we are picking against the two hottest teams in football. <laughs> those teams haven't lost since October. I know. It's, I, it's the I, end of January. I know. I know. What, I I feel – I don't know. I feel strongly about them. That Philly team is they, – they just – it, they're healthy. I feel like they just flick, flick the switch. They like the Giants. That's how they should look against the Giants. They did yes. it once to them. They did it once to them uh, earlier in the season. Maybe they, maybe in, remember we talked about the Giants not throwing everything at them in that final game. Maybe the, maybe Philly didn't throw everything at them in that final game. And they, they, they try to win it straight. And then, you know, they went out and they stomped them. So, they're playing a little possum in my mind. Is getting ready for this matchup, basically. San Fran's had that's the thing with San Fran and Cincy. They, I mean, they've had to Cincinnati started out a little bit cold, so they had to kind of get hot and they never stopped. San Fran, um, it's just been getting this guy right. So they've they've had to improve every week, not because they needed to fight for position or anything, but because this guy needed to be comfortable going into these gigantic games. But you can't ride. I also can't ride a rookie quarterback into the NFC Championship game. No, and you also can't bet against Patrick Mahomes, who's an all timer, and we're we're going to assume he's going to make another Super Bowl appearance at some point. Yeah, I mean, you would you would think so. You would think so. There is no there is no uh, easy answer. There is no obvious answer. Casey and Philly for both your hosts. Yeah, in the way my stupid brain works, for some reason, I feel like we're either getting Casey Philly or San Francisco-Cincinnati. I don't know why. I think either two road teams are winning Sunday or two home teams are winning. Okay. All right. I don't know why I think that, but that's just how I – like if San Fran wins, I think it's written in the stars. Bengals are winning. And vice versa, Philly wins and it's philly KC. All right, so if San Fran, I mean, yeah, if San Fran wins, I'll put everything on Cincinnati. Then I'll change. I'll just put everything on. Right, just wait for the result of the first game, yeah. and you know how to bet the second. Game. Yeah, <laughs> perfect. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, I. It's definitely, it's definitely a little bit of legacy game. It's in, you, in you Burrowhead. Know, you know what they get stupid part of that bull is is if he comes out if like Mahomes comes out there takes a second snap and he's limping back to the huddle and you're like oh fuck yeah oh yeah that's that's, that's the that's the feel that's the feel stupid part of it 
I was trying to think of what what, what it was for the past five minutes. That's what it is. Yeah. It around. It's so cold. Yeah. Yeah. But all right. Well, you got anything else uh, you want to touch on? Should we come back or wrap it up? What do you? What do you I think, yeah. I mean, I think we touched on everything. I don't really have much else. Oh yeah. No, I didn't have any odds or ends. So just want to be sure before saying thanks to everybody for spending the time with us here at Sunday Poor. We'll be back here on Sunday night talking about what six pack I'll be drinking and uh, about the end of uh, these two championship games. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see you on uh, Sunday night right after they go uh, final at Burrowhead. So uh, until then, (laughs) peace.